It is Wednesday, July 31st, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's time for another episode of The Rally. Grant and Wilkes-Barre comes into tonight not really sure of what their roster is going to look like. At 4 o'clock Eastern time, it's the trade deadline, and just a few hours after that, the Rail Riders and Rochester Red Wings begin a two-game set in and out, night game, afternoon game, up at Frontier Field in Rochester, and so Scranton Wilkesbury, you just don't know. You're not sure what things are going to be, what the lineup could be, what the pitching staff's going to look like. As the New York Yankees certainly buyers down into the final moments of this trade deadline, looking to make any move to improve its roster. As for the Rail Riders, their roster has been pretty good of late, and they capped off a quick two-game sweep of the Syracuse Mets, winning 6-3 yesterday. The game had a similar vibe to Monday night, in which the Rail Riders had a walk-off home run, and though it wasn't total walk-off heroics, some late power surged the Rail Riders to the win. The game began in the bottom of the first inning. The Rail Riders got a leadoff double from Mike Ford. Tyro Estrada then reached on a fielder's choice, putting a runner at first base with one away. After that, Tyro Estrada, like the rest of the Rail Riders in the first inning, ran roughshod on catcher Colton Playa. Rene Rivera, the typical starting catcher for Syracuse, can throw out so many base runners. He's really one of the premier catching arms in the International League, throwing out over 50% of the runners attempting against him. Well, the Rail Riders' game plan was to change some of that against the backup catcher in Playa. And Tyro Estrada stole a bag in the first inning. In fact, you'll hear later the Rail Riders with five stolen bases total in the first frame, and it led to the one run. Bravik Valera singled after Estrada was at second base, but he got the stop sign. So runners were at first and third. Again, a couple of stolen bases in the frame for Tyro Estrada as he steals home. Bravik Valera would go on to steal third base as well. The next man up, Gosuke Kato, walked. He stole second. And the Rail Riders, who over the first 107 games of the season didn't steal more than four bases in a game, stole five bases in the first inning off of Colton Playa. The Rail Riders ultimately fell one stolen base shy of the single-game record when they stole seven bases in a game earlier in their Scranton-Wilkes-Barre history. Rail Riders settled for six stolen bases off of play a Sunday. So the Rail Riders had a 1-0 lead, but Syracuse retaliated. Sack fly in the fourth inning tied it at one, but in the bottom of the fourth inning, Mike Ford came up with a runner aboard. 1-2, Ford drives it high in the air, deep to dead center field. Braxton Lee on the wall, he looks up and it's gone. Mike Ford onto the batter's eye in center field, puts the Rail Riders on top. It's 3-1 as Ford goes deep for the 23rd time this season. So that made it 3-1, but Syracuse responded with a run in the 7th and a run in the 8th, and the game was tied at 3. So we go to the bottom of the eighth inning in the Rail Riders looking for a hero or two. And the leadoff man, Gosuke Kato, walked. He reached safely for the fourth time in the game. Three walks and a single. And that set the scene for Trey Ambergie. Nobody out, runner on at first. Kato goes. Ambergie hammers it to left field. And this is out of here. Two-run blast for Trey Ambergie. 19th of the season. And the Rail Riders are back in front. It's 5-3 in the bottom half of the eighth inning. Things were looking up for the Rail Riders with a 5-3 lead. And on the very next pitch, Francisco Arcia added to it. Arcia follows with a laser beam. And this is gone. 
back-to-back for Scranton Wilkesbury. A two-run shot, followed by a solo blast. Arce has been incredible since being added to the Rail Riders. He's 5-for-11 with two walks over his first three games with Scranton Wilkesbury. That's seven of 13 plate appearances that he's reached. Here's a guy that hit under 200 in AAA with the Iowa Cubs, including just one for his last 17 before the Cubs ultimately released him. So, Arcia feeling right back home for the organization that initially signed him out of Venezuela, and he gave the Rail Riders a 6-3 lead and route to a 6-3 victory Tuesday afternoon. It was before an announced camp day crowd of 5,754 fans at PNC Field, a ball game that took two hours, 53 minutes to complete. Stephen Tarpley gets the win. He's 5-1. and one. The loss to Tim Peterson for Syracuse. He gave up all three runs, both home runs in that eighth inning. Jonathan Holder with a save, his second with Scranton Wilkes-Barre. Before yesterday's game, we had a chance to chat with one of the heroes. Not often do you say a guy who goes one for one is the hero, but he walked three times. He reached all four times he came to the bat. And Gosuke Kato, back from his time with A Trenton. We haven't seen him in a Rail Riders uniform in over a month. And it's quite the road for Gosuke to get back here to AAA. That's where we begin with the Rail Riders' new old infielder. Yeah, so I uh, I was in Erie when I got the call. It was a pretty late call um, right after the game, actually. And then uh, I got on a flight the next day at 5 in the morning. Um, got into Louisville at around 11-ish for a 2 o'clock game. And then after that, I actually flew back from Louisville to Philadelphia to uh, grab all my stuff from Trenton. Um, so I got on four four flights in a matter of like 24 hours. So that was crazy. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, uh, how were you even feeling yesterday going out on the field and actually having to play after that amount of travel in a short period of time? Yeah, I felt fine. Um, Body-wise, uh, I was physically fine. But um, like mentally, I was like, wait, where am I? Like, I feel I felt like, you know, I was in Erie, Pennsylvania one day and then the next day I was in Louisville and now I'm in Scranton. So it was uh, it was kind of hectic when you kind of gone back and forth between double A Trenton and triple A Scranton Wilkesbury a couple of times now this year. What's the toughest thing about that and being in all those different cities and kind of really a moment's notice? Um, to be honest, I think the hardest part is just packing, packing everything up, <laughs> packing up your life to go to, you know, a diff- different affiliate. But um, in the end, it's it's just baseball. Um, the levels I don't really care about. I just I just I just play wherever I go, wherever they tell me to go, um, and just try to perform. Here with Rail Riders infielder Gosuke Kato on the pregame show today and. Wanted to kind of talk about that going and just trying out and going to perform. And is it more difficult or, or at all kind of going back and forth and just with the different levels, or is that not even something you think about too much? No, I, I don't think about it too much. Um, I started the year here, so I know I know the guys that are here, and then obviously I've come up through the system with the guys in Double A. Um, play with most of them last year, so it's it's always an easy transition going from. Um, Scranton to Trenton and Trenton to Scranton just because I know the staff, I know the players, and uh, yeah, they're all very welcoming. With the guys here in Scranton right now, who who have been some of the veteran guys who maybe have worked with you or kind of helped you out with some of that transition up getting your first taste in AAA this year? 
Um, well, to start off the year, it was it was a lot of like Cliff Pennington, uh, Brad Miller, and Logan Morrison. Um, Cliff Pennington, just because you know he's he's a he's a great guy, but also you know knows knows the game very well, um, and he's an infielder too. So I talked to him a lot about it. But um, you know, I've also talked to Ryan McBroom just because he was on this uh, so-called shuttle last year with, from Trenton Scranton. And uh, he's he's gotten my mind right. So uh, yeah, I, it's it's not just them though. It's it's basically the whole team that has um, been behind my back. Here on the Rail Riders pregame show, joined by Ghostgate Gateau as the Rail Riders take on the Syracuse Mets this afternoon to wrap up a series. How would you describe your approach to the game, both at the plate and then in the field as well? Um, I'd say I'd say my my play style is like. It's it's pretty aggressive just because I'm a pretty passive person off the field, so I have to really try to be aggressive to um, get to the the normal aggressiveness that everyone else has. Um, so I try to be overly aggressive, but um, under control. So what does that I guess mean when you're up at the plate? What is what does that kind of look like? How do you get yourself into that mode? Um, I just, I really just talk to myself a lot on the field and, uh, well, like, uh, on defense and um, when I'm hitting, I try to kind of just get myself in the right, right mindset, um, positive talks, and, uh, you know, that's how I stay, stay aggressive. Big thanks to Gozke for being our pregame guest before yesterday afternoon's contest, and thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today. I'm Adam Giardino. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G I. A-R-D-I-N-O. And you can catch all the Rail Riders action beginning tonight at 7.05 in Rochester. Pre-game coverage with Adam, Marco, and me begins at 6.35 on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later tonight.